It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? The Washington Wizards lose to the Sacramento Kings and Sacramento 143 to 131. So defense stayed at home. So we're going to recap the game and uh, answer some questions and comments at the end like we always do next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. And we both appreciate you guys making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And tonight's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code Locked On NBA for $20 off your first purchase. So the Washington Wizards uh, begin their three game West Coast trip. In Sacktown, and they were humbled 143 to 131. Now, there were bright moments, and there were not so bright moments. <laughs> look at that rebound and then defense. But um, looking at the game, E, um, the Kings had their way. If you look at the stat line real quick with uh, Sacramento, uh, Sabonis had a triple dub with 28 points, 13 rebounds, and 12 assists. Keegan Murray did his thing. So, uh, but looking at the Wizards, um, what kind of lost the game? Is it the same script, different game, rebound mm-hmm. and defense? Yeah, just uh, just defense in general. Um, it was just too easy for for the Kings to score and get to the basket. Sabonis had twelve assists and only two turnovers, so not much resistance at all. He was basically out there quarterback, and he was he had twenty eight points, twelve assists, thirteen boards. Uh, was a plus twenty five, eleven for sixteen, only shot one three. Um, he just got into the paint continuously, and they really spaced the floor. De'Aaron Fox, nobody could stay in front of him. We know he's quick as a cat. Uh, he was getting to the basket consistently, and then a lot of a lot of open threes. Uh, we talked about Keegan Murray last night. You know, he went twelve for fifteen the game before from the three point line, with four for seven for tonight. So not much resistance. Uh, the Kings were seventeen for forty three with thirty nine percent from the three point line. Really, that 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 second half, the start of the second half, is where the separation happened. Yeah. They went on a seven and zero, ten to zero run, and we just couldn't get stops. We couldn't get stops, and they found the mismatches. Sabonis would be at the top of the key. Throw it down to Harrison Barnes, he would have a mismatch. Throw it down to Keegan Murray, he would have a mismatch in the post. And um, they just found the sweet spot in, in the defense. I mean, everywhere, kind of like Kuzma said, we couldn't guard a park, we can't guard a stop sign. Yeah. Uh, it was like that in the second half continuously. Of course, they made a, a tough effort to come back, but it's just a little too late. You know, when you put Eugene in and Jared Butler in, and, um, you know, you kind of wave the white flag and they rally back. It's just, it's just too little too late. It started to get a little ugly at one point. Uh, the Kings went up. Their largest lead was 26. Yeah, they went up by 26 at one point. They were smiling, high-fiving. Uh, looked like the Kings had a lot of fun out there, and we just we couldn't get any stops. So basically, to make a long story short, it was really just the defensive end. I thought offensively we had some things going. You know, Kuz put up 27, Jordan Poole 28. Uh, Tyus Jones had seven assists in the first half alone. It ended up with nine assists. So 
offensively, it, it wasn't the problem. We just couldn't keep up. Um, of course, some shot selection here and there. But uh, defensively, when you let De'Aaron Fox get to the basket continuously and you can't stop Keegan Murray, you can't stop Sabonis, um, it's going to be a long night. They put up 143 points. And the Kings, they're a fast-paced team. Yeah. They run. They're looking to run and gun with De'Aaron Fox. They're looking to push the ball. And um, they're looking to space the floor. And we, we basically gave them no resistance at all. Gafford, uh, in the first half, I, I thought he tried and gave some effort trying to stop Sabonis. But they definitely, Sabonis, every time he saw Mascala, he made sure to go full force to the basket. Yeah. And, and, and he kept going to his left. Like the broadcast, Miami Middle Sports, they kept saying it. He's going to his left. He's going to his left. He kept doing it, and they yep. couldn't stop it. So it's like, why? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And um, to make a long story short, just defense, we couldn't stop. We couldn't stop a park of a, a stop sign tonight. Nah, I mean we couldn't park. <laughs> we couldn't stop a park car or a stop sign. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just we're bad defensive team. Dude. Like mm. we're just terrible at every aspect of defense, man. Interior defense shown tonight because Sabonis, man, he did whatever he wanted to do. And like you said in the, in the first half, I, I feel like Gafford tried his best, but. I mean, Gafford just ain't it. It's, you know, we, we say this all the time, and I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. You know, obviously, long term, he's just not a starting center, man. He's, you know, he's holding the spot till an upgrade comes along, and that's it. I mean, because very often when he goes against centers who are either more athletic or more, you know, bigger and stronger, he struggles, and it shows. The bonus, the shows, man. I, I think it had a lot to do with just the talent gap. I mean, they they had, they are a really good team. I mean, fifth in the West, man. Um, they are a really good team. I mean, Keegan Murray, man, I'm telling you, he looks good this year. You know, Darren Fox, you know, I knew going in, he he was going to be a tough guard for Tyus Jones. And Tyus played well, but Tyus, we know what he can do in the defensive end. We're just, again, we're not a very good defensive team at all. You know, rebounds were an issue. So, again, you know, we say it every episode, right? Um, different game, same script. You know, defense continues to be an issue with the Wizards. But I'm um, looking at some stats, man. You know, the, looking at the starting five, look. You know, again, Tyus Jones, I believe he had a really good game. 16 points, nine assists. His assist numbers are right where I said I wanted them to be going into the season. You know, he's definitely the floor general. He's doing a good job with the not only with his assist numbers, but his he is definitely scoring, you know, with the, you know, with his little shot. You know, he seven for ten for the field, two for two from three. Love his performance. Jordan Poole, look, you know, we were very tough on him. Very, very tough. I mean, not only us, but Almost everybody in the Wizards fan base, including other fan bases, were very, very hard on Jordan Poole, but he is starting to lock in. I mean, look at it, you know, 28 points, 10 for 18 from the field, 8 for 13 from 3E. He was hitting some deep three-point shots, man. Um, obviously, a lot of those shots, let's be real, um, at first it's like, no, what are you doing? And then he makes them, it's like, okay, I'll take it. You know what I mean? It's still low percentage shots, but that shows just how, you know, offensively he's a dog you know he can definitely score now defensively we already know the mo and obviously with maturity and other issues but as far as a score he is a pure score he can definitely score man and i love what i see from him this is the jordan Poole that i envision coming over from golden state the guy who you know is a dog offensively just you know has a nose for scoring and he's just a scoring machine in my opinion uh kyle kuzma again Continues to be that guy that that consistent score. Now his efficiency take a hit every once in a while, yeah. But twenty seven points, eight rebounds, eight for sixteen for the field, eight for eight at the free throw line. So I love what I saw from those three. Denny Avian, whole different. He is he's starting to struggle. You know, um, he's he's starting to really really cool down offensively, man. And he's just a totally different player within his last three to four games. Um, he's definitely got to step it up, man. You know, he, like I said, he came to the season where 
a lot of us was questioning what to expect. Was he going to take that step offensively? And he did for the most part. But now he's starting to struggle. You know, he's definitely starting to slow down. So definitely want to see him pick it up, man. I mean, nine points, but shot just didn't drop the night for him. And Gafford, again, eight points, five rebounds, three blocks. But, you know, here's the thing with Gaff, man. Yeah, you look at it from a, you know, statistical standpoint, it's like, all right, three blocks. But sometimes it feels like empty stats. Like, yeah, he gets three blocks, but he got totally dominated. So it's just like, you know what I mean? Um, and then real quick, man, before we move on, I mean, looking at the second unit, you know, I I felt like that um, Bilal has his moments as usual. Ten points, four rebounds, two assists, got a block. And Mike Muscala, in my opinion, you know, was actually the better of the centers, in my opinion, tonight. I mean, I feel like he definitely tried. It's just a talent gap. They're just so much better, man. I mean, you, you know, when you're willing out Daniel Gafford and Mike Muscala against, you know, Sabonis, it's like they're, they're going to do what they can, you know, the best they can. But ultimately, he's going to win that matchup. He's a mom. I mean, Malik Monk is finally arrived. I mean, this is a good team. Sacramento yeah. is going to be a force in the West, man. And so it was a, it was an obvious talent gap. But, you know, they, we had some moments. Like I said, Kuzman Poole, they, they're showing up. You know, they definitely – I like what I saw from them. And But, you know, Denny, he's got to step it up. He's got to step it up. Uh, Kispert, he's got, to, he's got to show some consistency, man. You know, again, tonight, underwhelming, two for six from the field, seven points. So, again, I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Different game, same script. You know what I'm saying? So – Yep, 100%. So we're going to get a quick word from Brandon, and then we're going to talk about Jared Butler and um, a little bit more in the game. Absolutely. Tonight's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see uh, who Josh has picked this week for us. Um, and eBay's guaranteed fit fancy picks of the week. So there's about five players. I'm going to go over each one real quick, but I'm going to tell you which one I'm kind of looking at because I need a couple of people in my way of wire. Lord have mercy. Uh, so starting with Brennan Podzinski. <laughs> I hope that's it. Has looked comfortable as a starter for the Warriors and is widely available in fancy leagues. He contributes across the board. Uh, I, I agree. If you're looking from Three point. I mean, any kind of stat boost from your bench unit, definitely look at him because he's getting significant minutes for the dubs. Uh, Terry Eason, man, is, uh, still coming off the bench. It doesn't matter really, as Emi Adoka has found minutes for him, but he is a strong fan. He has strong fantasy value per minute option. It becomes useful to anyone who needs a minutes tick up. So definitely consider him on the rotation in Houston. Grayson Allen with Bradley Bill out again. Allen should see strong minutes and a nice increased usage role for the next few weeks. So if you're looking for a guy who um, three-point shooting, he's definitely got uh, steals. Uh, boost up your steals numbers for fantasy. I will definitely check him out. Uh, James Wiseman. Isaiah Stewart is hurt, and Wiseman has produced the last two games. Confidence in him is low, but the numbers and opportunity appear to be there. So he definitely has the opportunity to make up for um, Isaiah Stewart being out. So looking for rebounds. Uh, not so much blocks, but the rebounds is definitely what you need. Definitely look at James Wiseman. And Malachi Branham seems set to be a starter for the Spurs for the short term, at least, and has flashed some increased passing skills. So he's he's definitely increasing his fantasy value. So, you know, Branham, again, across the board, rebounds, um, steals, points off your bench unit. I would definitely look at him. So Josh Lloyd from Lockdown Fantasy Basketball is going to help you guys win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. Because with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, 
bumpers, whatever your baby needs. eBay Motors has it. And with the eBay Guarantee Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. You know what I'm saying? So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guarantee Fit only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, So Locked On has launched our first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So, E, uh, we, we already mentioned, man, Jared Butler. Now, he, you know, um, he kind of sit over the broadcast. You know, you don't really, really want to call it garbage time, more opportunity mm. time, I guess. Right, yeah. <laughs> but Jared Butler has really taken advantage of the limited minutes he's gotten, man. And I'm a big fan of him. I know you are. At what point do you consider him, especially after the deadline, at maybe being a candidate of being the backup point guard for this team? Oh, definitely uh, sooner than later. Tyus is playing really well, and, you know, we got to get – he's got to, you know, get his his value up for sure yeah. because we know he's going to be traded most likely before the trade deadline. But I, I like the way Tyus is playing, so Tyus is still going to start, of course, and, and get the point on time that he's getting. But Jared Butler, I feel like he definitely could get in there and get more than – what did he get today, like 10 minutes? Um, and he has gotten some more playing time with DeLon Wright being out. Johnny Davis has been out. So they've been giving uh, Jared Butler some more opportunities, some more time. But I do want to see him get some rotation minutes when the game is still uh, in reach and not just, you know, down by 25, 23 points. Same thing with Eugene, honestly. I think Eugene Eugene always comes in and plays well in, in those last two to three minutes of the game. I think he should get some more playing time, um, kind of like what Anthony Gill gets. Because Anthony Gill gets playing time when the when the game is still a, a legitimate a legitimate game. But Jared Butler, I like the way he got to the basket today. He scored. He had an and one, eight points, three for four, yeah. one for two from the three point line. Um, didn't get any assists, which he usually does. I like him to see him. You know, like to see our point guard. You know, set up teammates. But he only had five minutes, so I thought he did the best that he could within five minutes. Same thing with Eugene. Eugene had two points in, in the five minutes. They got two boards as well. No turnovers. So, yes, I do think Jared Butler should get some time. Uh, Johnny Davis, I, his injury, I, I'm not even sure what his injury is. I got to look it up again. Um, I know he was going through some stuff before the season started. So, you know, he hasn't played in a couple of games in a row. So, I uh, definitely want to see him come back. And even when he does come back, he still might not even get plenty of time. Uh, but, you know, so it, it, it's, it's, it's just inter- interesting to see the whole thing play out with Johnny Davis. Denny, as far as him – uh, I was just looking at his his game log in the last couple of games for him. Yes, he is. It's kind of been inconsistent for him offensively right now. He had nine points against the Kings, seven points against the Suns, uh, six against the Pacers. Then he had 13, then he had nine, and then he had uh, 15 against the Nets, and then eight against Philly, and then six against Orlando. So uh, a lot of games he hasn't even reached double digits. Now, the game before they had 22 against Orlando – but, um, yeah, it's kind of like what Denny's been, where he's just inconsistent. 
Yeah. Uh, he'll rebound and give you some assists. He'll play hard. But just the offensive game for him, it's just wildly, wildly inconsistent. So um, he's starting to kind of go back to where he was last year, yeah. where, you know, I like the way he started the season. He was being aggressive, getting downhill. You know, he, now he's being a little hesitant getting to the rim, getting this yeah. shot blocked here and there, missing some layups here and there. So I don't want to see him revert back to that. I thought I thought he came out the gate firing on all cylinders coming yeah. out. But offensively, he's still it's still a roller coaster ride for him. So I, I want to see some more consistency from him. I'm not expecting him to put up 20 points a game. I don't think he'll ever be that kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, him putting up six and, and eight and seven, you know, I think he's more capable of doing that. And, and once again, Bilal, I thought he had a, I thought he had a productive night running the floor. Yeah, man. I mean, kind of piggybacking on Denny, man. Yeah, he's got to find consistency. I felt like he came out the gate. Uh, he looked more involved as a scorer. You know, the confidence was there. You know, he was driving. Uh, not too much left hand. He's working on. <laughs> I'm just saying. But um, he has really struggled. You know, he is like I said. Mostly, you're seeing six, seven points. Uh, we need to see some consistency. Like I said, is he a guy that you can depend on 20 points a night? Nah. Uh, but you know, he's got to hit those wide open threes, man. You know, he's really he's not hitting those threes like he should. And like I said, his three point shot looked better going into the season, but now, you know, he's starting to really clank those wide open shots. So I'm looking for a lot more consistency from Denny, man. A lot more. Uh, same thing with uh, Kispert. When his shots on, is on, and when it's not, it's, he's totally out the game, man. Um, so consistency is the name of the game for both of those guys. But uh, getting back to Jared Butler, man, I definitely, you know, after the deadline. And it depends on what's going on with uh, Ryan Rollins, man, because, uh, you know, he's been injured. Uh, you got to consider Jerry Butler back a point guard, I mean, depending on what they do with the, after the deadline. You know, if Ty Jones gets moved, do they slide pool there? You know, there's a, whole, a lot of questions, but um, he, you got to consider him because, look, I mean, look at the minutes. He's, he, he played four minutes, he, and, if, and in four minutes, he's got eight points, one rebound. <laughs> he contributes. He comes in and he plays hard. He plays with emotion. He comes in and he's a dog, you know. And these G League guys, man, I'm – I've been very impressed with him, man. I really have because Amarui is another guy that I think he needs to get some more minutes. Um, seeing Gill come in so early was like, ah, you know, I wasn't in favor of that, man, because, you know, right now you're trying to see what you got in the younger guys. You know, Gill is more of the player coach. You know what I mean? At this point, he's more of a coach. You know, so I definitely thought that um, Anthony Gill's minutes should have went to Amarui, in, in my opinion, and maybe slide some minutes to Jared Butler. Um, so, yeah, overall tonight, Ty, the veterans look good. You know, Poole. Tyus, Kuzma, they, they showed up. They played well. Jordan Poole's locked in. I like what I see from him. This is the this is the pool that I wanted to see coming over from Golden State. This is the this is the pool that I was excited about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if he can be consistent, and it, really that's the name of the game, right? Consistency with his whole team. Consistency. <laughs> so, you know, if he can find some, then I think we're cooking. But, you know, we'll see, man. You know, it's been a roller coaster ride for Jordan Poole. So I don't want to, you know, hop on the train yet, man. You know, I want to see him you know, stream together more games like this. But overall, um, before we move on, man, it, the lack of adjustments, man. That third quarter, that was it. You know, I felt like we fought, especially towards the end of the, of the first half. That second, that third quarter, we lost it, and that was it. And the lack of adjustments at halftime, it just it continues to be an issue. And, you know, E, we have a long way to go in the season, but I, I'm I'm comfortable enough to say that What's that said ain't it? <laughs> I mean, he, he doesn't adjust at halftime. You know, it's just – so that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get to a few comments because it's very, very, very late. But we appreciate you guys chopping up with us tonight. But uh, Ed's going to holler us about game time. 
Yes, sir. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event, like a Wizards game. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Check out Game Time from now and a couple years ago when the Wizards moved to Virginia. It's going to be tough to get tickets out there for sure, so you're going to have to use that Game Time app for years to come. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Last-minute tickets and flash deals, zone deals, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total up front so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts, it's the place to find last minute tickets. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yep, definitely recommend. So let's uh, we're gonna do. Um, shall we do about about two to three comments and then we go ahead and slide for the night. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'm gonna roll with this one real quick. Uh, Edian said, "Start below. I've seen enough." I will. Sa- oh, go ahead, man. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think we're both gonna agree on this. Yeah. I, I think we should start them too. Uh, the only the you just got to think about who would you take out of the lineup if you start Bilal. Yeah. Um, of course, Ku is going to start. Of course, Poole is going to start. Gaff is going to start. Just by the default because he's the only big that we got. And then Tyus is going to start by default because you know he's the veteran point guard that we have yeah. right now. Um, Delon's not there, and you know uh, Tyus. Tyus has been playing well. You know he's been playing good. But the last few games he's been playing very very well. So I think he he definitely should be the starter. So. You got four guys that are automatically going to start for you. So that's the question. Like, if you put Blau in, who is he going to replace? Uh, I think that when you consider putting him in at the two, it'll be after the deadline. When we start moving mm-hmm. on from a lot of these veteran, because Tyus Jones, you know, right now he has to be that starting point guard by mm-hmm. default. Um, but I think that after the deadline, they have to consider, you know, putting the ball in Jordan Poole's hand and, and putting him at point and putting Blau at the two guard because. You know, I say this a lot, you know, um, usually when you have a score first point guard, usually your two guard has to be more of a defensive minded three and deep uh, two guard, man. And you have that in Bilal. So I definitely think he could kind of help mask the, the deficiencies and pulls defense or lack of defense. But um, I think that after the line, yeah, he had to consider that, man. You have to look at Bilal, the two guard. So, yeah, definitely a good comment. Um, let's see. Uh, we, we talk about Marcus Cousins in here. Lord. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that, Eric. We should call them up, but they they probably yeah. Giallo, I like I like him a lot. Yeah, I was going to choose that one too, man. I big fan. Um, I, you got to consider it, especially after the deadline. I mean, he's got NBA experience. I mean, he is cooking in the G League, man. See what you got in him, man, because that could be a really under the radar move. I mean, he could definitely play some ball. And he, like I said, he's looking good in the G League, man. Him and Joel uh, Joel uh, Bernard are looking real good right now. So I agree mm-hmm. with that. So we're gonna do one more. If you see one, man, go ahead and. Grab it. Let's see. 
Uh, yeah, and the only thing I'll say about Denny too is, you know, they gave him the the contract extension. You know, I, I just think yeah. sometimes that we the Wizards organization already they have rewarded guys early, like they rewarded Wes early, they rewarded Denny early. I think that the contract was a fair contract, so I didn't have any problem with it. But I I just want to see more consistency from him, and he's starting to go back on that roller coaster. But I, I still think he's had a solid season overall before, so I will just you know put that out there as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree with you. Um, you want to see more consistent play out of him, especially after the contract. But here's the thing about the contract, and I know that Lord Hammers, I'm gonna get hit for this. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's a team freely deal that can be. I might, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be moved at some point. I mean, I'm just being yeah. real. With you. you know, um, Kyle Kuzma is the same thing. I mean, and I know right. people ain't gonna like it, but that's the thing. I mean, really think about it. They said that the timetable this rebuild is five years. So realistically. The only player you're really looking at that who's currently on the roster who could be here in five years would be Bilal Kulabali. Because mm. a four-year deal for Denny, it's not guaranteed that they're going to give him that. You know what I mean? So um, he, it behooves him to find a consistency. I, it really does. Because, like I said, when he came into the season, the shot was dropping. You know, he looked better. And then he's reverting back to a lot of those bad habits, man. And confidence is an issue now because you look at him and confidence is down. So, you know what I mean? Shoot that contract, man. I got all confidence in the world after signing yeah. that. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think he'll bounce back. Um, every player does have their slumps. You know, yeah. Jordan Poole was going through it. Jordan Poole was had some really, really rough games to start the season. I think he's starting to get his confidence back up and feel comfortable out there for sure. So um I, I we'll see how Denny progresses throughout the season. So I'm excited to see how the season unfolds. Absolutely. So we'll go ahead and call it there. Um, appreciate everybody showing up, rocking with us, man. I know it's late on the East Coast, man. So definitely appreciate you guys taking the time. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, five-star review is much appreciated. On the YouTube side, comment below. Let me know what you guys think, man. Definitely let us know what you guys would do. Would you put Jordan Poole at point guard after the deadline? Let's talk about it. Um, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On Plus, our national sports shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So appreciate you guys, man. We're going to go ahead and roll out. Hail to the Wizards and peace. See you guys next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.